Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. 6195 1 is not available. You dark skinned Negro, answer your phone. We got shit to do. The people are asking for us. It's Callan KO brought to you by Anchor, and right now, the KO is missing from the Callan KO. They can't just be Cal. You gotta answer your phone, nigga. Hurry up. The block is hot. It's Callan KO brought to you by Anchor. Uh, we're sitting here watching W. Cali KO, number 33 in the top 100. That's how that goes the down. Last time I uh, checked, we need to get our listeners up. We do. We got to do to be number one. We need to show some dick pics. Mm, no, we ain't doing that. <laughs> no, we ain't doing that. I'm just <laughs> hey, saying. Man, look, I hey, got, I got every a, girl I know that's on Instagram that has a million followers show a little bit of nip slip or show some kind of something. You know what, man? That's right. Something. Ain't that like a double standard to be had advantage females when you think about it that they can sit there and get they don't want to be considered sex symbols and, and all of that kind of stuff, but they can do that if they want and then they can use it to their advantage. It's funny because, yeah, like they but get butt naked and then they say it's a workout video or it's, uh, I'm a fitness model. No, you're not. You're butt naked. Yeah. You're, you're a porno. I can't do that. We're you're, on you're, t- you're, you're Skinamax. <laughs> Skinamax. If I got half naked and started doing workout stuff, I hit a million followers easy. Because you have a few, like, oh, I'm a fitness person, or I'm IFBB, or I'm, I'm, pro, or I'm a pro circuit, I got my pro card, or I'm a trainer. I was like, okay, I'm an ex-athlete. I got pulled when it comes to working out. I know how to get the body right. Here, look at my body. And if I get naked, take my shirt off, and oil up, and t- take pictures, all kind of, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna follow up, up the yin yang. But what is it all worth in the end of the day? Water glistening all over his body. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have the respect of my friends. <laughs> man, what's that dude with your shirt off, man? Where your shirt at, man? Like, nigga, what you doing? Hey, man, your shirt at? Come on, man, where your shirt at? What you doing, man? Yeah. No, I'm. Uh, I- <laughs> It just not, it don't equate, man. If you have any kind of self-respect, you would say that you have more ability to get get people to follow you because you're interesting. Things you talk about, the topics you discuss. I agree. Things that you do. Not, I'm going to take my shirt off. Man. Anybody could do that. Anybody take your shirt off and get paid 20 bucks for it. They do it every day on the street corner. It don't even look good as you. You spent all that time in, you spent all that time in the gym getting all swollen and shredded and... I got. I'm doing the glute day. Today's. I got a nine butt day. I got nine abs. Okay. <laughs> Old lady on the street got two teeth. <laughs> Skid marks in her drawers, and she get butt naked and get a bigger crowd than you. And she'll pay a trucker twenty bucks and get, you know what I'm saying. And she does. She bu- do? And she does bum fights. <laughs> what you do with your life? Prostitutes are more efficient. You know what I'm saying? They don't waste no time. They get into the outfit and they get the money and then that's it. That There's no illusion of I'm 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 worthy of being respected. Yeah, whatever. Hey, 20 bucks. You can say what you want to say. Call me what you want to call me. Call me Daisy. Call me Bambi. 100 bucks. You get everything you need. <laughs> what you like? <laughs> what you like? I do for you. Whatever you like. And then you get down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, stop playing games. If you're going to go that route, it's a slippery slope. It just takes you to take your shirt off and try to be seductive. And you are, wait a minute. Aren't you married? Your husband letting you get butt naked on, online to what? Oh, to make money? That's exploitation. I thought, yeah. we're, I thought we were working for equality here. That's pimpery right there. Yeah, pandering. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were working for equality here. Uh-oh. And it's not just girls, though. Dudes be doing it, too, man. Like right. Dudes are wearing, like, skinny, small little shorts and yeah. stuff. Or trying to show veins in your thighs. Nobody care about your thighs except you. I think it's weird. I think it's weird to see a guy doing all that shit more, more so than the female. Look, we expect females 
to be about their looks, their appearance, because that's how we've programmed our females to be. But when I see guys taking all these selfies and all these and they're doing the same poses that the girls do yeah. to like accentuate the you weird know what eyes I mean? and stuff, yeah, like the looking weird. like they're gazing off into the future. Yeah, gazing like into the future or they're doing the downstairs. Yeah. You shouldn't take selfies unless you're Morgan Freeman. Because the only time, every, every time Morgan Freeman takes a selfie, you just hear his voice in your head. Because he narrates all kind of stuff. So you just use his face. This Friday on TNT, the world premiere of Morgan Freeman in The Narrator. Ever since I was a little boy, people have enjoyed the sound of my voice. The work is really quite easy. Why, even right now, I'm just sitting in a chair, sipping some tea and reading from a script. The wall is covered with something that resembles egg crates, except they're soft and spongy. Like a Twinkie. Like a Twinkie. So I don't mind a selfie from Morgan Freeman. I don't mind a, I don't mind a, a selfie from Samuel Jackson. Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. You know, because there's some history behind that selfie. You're just some random running the mill type person doing selfies all the time. All right, bro. I just saw you at the corner store, man. I know what you look like. I'm straight. I don't need to see your face every day. I'm not trying to memorize every line on your face, the contour yeah, of your body. I do, I do think that's so. I think it's weird, man, with the fellas doing that. Not even just the fellas. People. Our age and older that do this shit <laughs> man, bothers me more old than dude it. Doing that, that stuff, man. man, it ain't even towards males or females. I think there's an age limit. There's a demographic that you're allowed to be in to be taking that amount of selfies or pictures exposing your body. Once you, we're talking about men and women that might have kids doing this. I now, know. when you get to the point where you got grandkids and you're doing this shit, oh, yeah. so you got to reevaluate your situation. I got a question. And I, I'm sure I know the answer, but I just want to throw it out there for listeners to sort of chime in on. Because this is something that is going on, even to the top of, of top brass, the President of the United States probably thinks this way. This is an age-old question. If you are self-respecting, but then you dress a certain way, are you dressing that way because that's the fashion trend or because you know that your sexiness can get you um, advantages? So are you exploiting your own sexiness or are you, uh, or are you oblivious to your, your attempts to become sexy? You know what I mean? I mean like you're, you're a self-respecting uh, lawyer, you're a woman, but you come to work all dressed all sexy and stuff. What is the point of that? Is it because you don't even realize that you're sexy? You don't see yourself as sexy because you're so focused on your work? Or are you doing that because you're trying to create a double-edged sword of power on this side and also I can control you with my sexiness? Does that make sense? That makes sense. I don't know if I'm explaining it properly. Like, the President of the United States can go and grab monkeys because he feels that women are sex objects and he sees them that way and objectifies them. Women reinforce that that, um, stereotype by dressing certain ways to promote promiscuity. I hear what, I hear what you're saying. You know, women get demonized for dressing a certain way, but they want to be respected. I think can with, you do both? I think you can do both, and that's the challenge they have. They have to do both. Yeah. They have to find the fine line of being sexy and being respected for whatever it is that they do. They can't just go over the top and be the sex symbol because then no one will respect them. Yeah. And then if you just go straight in and you're business suit with the shoulder pads and the the short haircut yeah now the now you might be perceived as one of those angry women yeah that hates guys and this that or whatever so they have to find the same the, the a, a balance between 
using what they have and not necessarily using it. I think all people in general know what their strengths and weaknesses are. Yeah. So if a girl knows that she got a nice ass, she going to wear tighter slacks yeah. than she probably would if she didn't have a nice ass. Dude that knows he's, you know, shredded up top is going to wear a tighter shirt and, and show off the gun show, yeah. whatever. You yeah. know, like, but what it is for the women, and this is where I feel bad for them, is that they have to balance them both out because of other people's perception of them and how they will. Oh, see, now you're just selling your sex and now you just look like a, you know, a slutty butt yeah. or you hate men. Yeah. Like where for black people, I'll just put it on us. Like we have to walk a fine line, whether we want to or not, to where we can be ourselves. Yeah. But also not intimidate white folks. Yeah. I got you. You, you get that's what a, I'm saying? That's a good analogy, yeah. So, Definitely a good analogy. I'm, I'm in my head, I'm thinking like a certain quality of woman never needs to dress seductive to be hotter than the most naked woman on the planet. And it's a thing that people say and they always say it because that's what you're supposed to say or it sounds cool to say or it sounds respectable. But truthfully, in mystery, there is seductiveness. And if you're not advertising everything you have, you create mystery and you create intrigue. And intrigue creates followers, fanship. I'm intrigued by what you do. Everything you do is a mystery to me. I'm, I want to know more, so I'm going to follow you and watch. And I mean, it sounds kind of stalkerish, but like following oh, Instagram or Facebook, whatever. For I think some. That could be a new norm that people need to start putting out there. Because even for men, you don't want to go out there and you get all big and you take steroids and you get swole and strong and buff and you wear stuff that makes you look more and more on the homosexual side. Not knocking homosexuals, but they advertise their sections because they want to advertise for another man. Same way a woman will wear a tight, sexy miniskirt to advertise that she's sexy for a man. So, it, it, men have the same issue where you're trying to look cool or look sexy or I'm going to wear this and that. I go to the gym, I wear sweats and stuff under the sweats because I'm in there to get a workout in. For me, it's more about health rather than how I look. I don't care if you, look, if you see how I'm sexy or not. It doesn't matter. But, for the most part, I think our country as a whole, they have this double standard where women want to be empowered and treat women with respect. When women wear this, when they wear this, you treat them like this, now they're mad, you treat them like that. But in the essence, if you're not that, then don't dress like that. But you should dress like that because you worked hard and that's how your body looks and you want to feel free and empowered, I can do what I want, I'm a woman, I'm free. Same with a man, you know, they want to dress how they dress and then, oh, this guy is a douchebag, but he's just doing exactly what girls do, but he's just a guy. I don't know where I'm going with it. I'm just saying, like, there's this weird, like, double standard issue. Yeah. Yeah, people are, it's, it's a cluster. It just sucks. Yeah, I, I didn't know where you were going with it either. I but either. I, I was but trying I to figure out myself. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to say. Okay, I agree with Somebody you. Somebody help me, please. It's a double standard with the men and the women as far as, that, that's, a, that's a double standard that works in the advantage of women versus men. Yeah. I, I still think it's far worse to see a guy being that narcissistic and need that much, uh, Validation for his physical appearance. I just think it's That's weird. Where I, was going I just with think it. it's weird when a guy has to do that more so than a female. You know what the thing is? Is it's not even about like sometimes it's how they dress. It's also about the the confidence and the substance that they bring with it. If you see a girl that's dressed attractively, but then you talk to her and you go, "Oh snap, she got her head on and she talks yeah. right and everything seems to be all there," then you start to forget all of that and you. Focus in on the con, you know, oh, yeah. the conversation. So if you get to a girl where she's hot and then there's no substance, and that's all you focus on is the hotness. <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> then you're adding up. <laughs> I was trying to find a way to make sense of my ancestry DNA. Like, what can I do with it? What can I use it for? 
No, no, like, I saw this little documentary about the Moors and how they uh, toured the world. The Phoenicians, how they were uh, master sailors 4,000 years ago. Actually, 3,000 years ago. 1,000 years before Christ. These people were sailing over here to the New World. And there's a lot of evidence of it in your genetic makeup. Like, you know that people are related to Genghis Khan, the whole little thing about your DNA is related to Genghis Khan because he was all over the world. Well, your DNA shows you your connections to people that are in different places. So if I have DNA in me that's it's found in a bunch of different tribes in Central America, Mexico, um, Native American blood, how is it that I'm African American? How am I just directly African American? But there's DNA over here. So there had to be some people that were from Africa, specifically Mali, the, the Dogons, the tribe of Dogons, that went to colonize uh, Central America long before Columbus even thought about coming over here. They were already over here. And they laid down their genetic makeup, they had sex with people over here, whatever it is, whatever. And how their DNA is similar to my DNA proves that. So I'm like, how are you going to sit there and tell me Christopher Columbus was the first person to hear, and that's why the way it is, and we paid the Constitution, and District of Columbia, and all that other stuff. Man, you blot out the history of all the people that were here before you so that you can make them pay you taxes. Paying taxes in my own land. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, but one thing I learned in a history class a long time ago, probably even in high school, this wasn't even college history classes. Yeah. The history books are written by the winners. So oh, yeah. when when you're winning in, in on these engagements in this that or whatever, you get to tell the story however you want to flip the narrative to make you look and appear however you need to look. Very true. Like Plymouth Rock, that that wasn't like a, a happy like hey Pilgrims Indians let's get together and yeah. have some fun. You, you, there was resistance there. Yeah, but they tell the story differently, and then the whole movement west is told completely different. Manifest so, destiny. Yeah, yeah I mean, so I think it's taking people's land, yes, and kicking them out, killing them, giving them diseases. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah, the fact, the fact of the matter is, like, there, there's a thing about called uh, sovereignty, where you can become your own sovereign nation and, and not be paying taxes to a country that you're not a part of because you are indigenous to this land. So they call you American. American means you have to abide by their laws because they came over here and established their laws, and now you're abiding their laws. But if your family and ancestors were over here already, this is your land. It's like somebody coming to your house telling you, well, you know, at 6 o'clock we turn this TV off, you know, because that's what we do. <laughs> this is my house. I pay the bills here. Right. But that's basically what it is. That's why Indians don't pay taxes and they live on reservations because they're able to be autonomous from the government. They don't want black people having casinos. <laughs> oh, hell no, nah, they don't. <laughs> we're going to let the red people have casinos. We're going to let the blacks have them, too. Our, our craps game would be insane. Hey, but our craps game would generate revenue more than the marijuana industry. <laughs> that, that's real right there. I mean, people might get shot along the way because somebody reneged on a bet. But, you know, hey, it's neither here nor there. You know, there, no, we got simple rules of handling disagreements. You know, the dice don't lie. Yep. On the court, you somebody call a foul and they don't mean the it. Hey, the, the ball don't lie either. Man, we got ways... Diplomatic ways of handling disagreements. Yep. Come see me outside real quick. Yeah, catch me outside. How about that? Going back to the ancestry thing, though. Do you think I've been hearing a debate for black people as far as you did ancestry.com, but there's African ancestry.com. Did yep. you look into that one? And if I saw that afterwards. Oh, okay. But the thing about it, though, when you send in your, your DNA sample, they don't, people are saying that it's rigged or they don't know or whatever. When you send your DNA sample, they don't know who you are. It's just a lab technician taking this, putting it into a machine. It runs it, and it says what it says. 
the DNA gets put into what it matches to, a computer. Computer don't know you, you know what I mean? So there's no way for them to say, we know this is a black guy sending this sample, so we're gonna do this, this, and this. You know what I mean? It's, it's you're just a number, you know what I mean? So what, yeah. what it comes out is your actual DNA. And that's just a system of the database of the information they have based off of what they, they have. And they can come up with stuff like that out of nowhere. Like a lot of the stuff that I saw on my answer DNA, I knew from the verbal, uh, you know, passed down from generation to generation where we're from, this and that. And there's a lot of similarities to what we had. There's some holes that got filled in. But for the most part, the stuff I knew about myself was on my ancestry DNA profile. Okay. I'm still not convinced that I'm going to do it, but... It's fun. I mean, it's fun. I dig it. Literally, because... Imagine this. Your whole life, you're almost 40. 40 years. You don't really know where your ancestors are from. No. So it's just fun. Even if somebody was lying to you and gave you a story... It's cool to finally have a story. You know what, though? I would still be more skeptical about the story than I would be what the... But you're just a number. About the they throw it in there, and the information be- is scientifically, they just run your DNA. I, be- I know that. I believe that. And there's that. markers I'm in DNA that show you there. where they come from. I'm still looking at it going like, nigga, please. Like, if they use just- DNA in the OJ case, you would have been in jail. <laughs> <laughs> they did use it in the OJ case, and he still got off. That was the first case with the DNA. We'll see what happened was. <laughs> the way the DNA works. <laughs> Cal and KO brought to you by Anchor, of course. As always, I will say it until I brainwash you oh! with it. Uh, this is the time for us to go back into a segment that we want to we want to bring back because what happens is we sit here and discuss shit amongst ourselves as two homies oh, yeah. a lot. But then we should be able to go back and check game footage of our conversations oh, yeah. and rehash old topics. You feel what I'm saying? So, upon further review, this would be the after further review segment. And after further review, I must concede The Family Guy is probably the funniest animated show on the planet. Yes! I have to concede. Now, I do like how South Park goes in on a specific topic but family guy gives you so many different topics in one sitcom one episode like i just saw one where quagmire discovered tinder oh Oh, my goodness that was the funniest shit i think i've seen in a while like i was like and that wasn't even the main subject of that episode and i'm just going okay never mind never mind after further review calvin concedes Family Guy is way better than The Simpsons because that was the original debate, and they also got South Park beat. Now, there were some other shows that I didn't mention. I love Archer. Archer's hilarious. I love Bob's Burgers. Okay. Rick and Morty. Right. Some funny stuff here and there. They got some good ones out there. I have a good after further review. I had to go to the league office. I had to talk to the league office officials. We had to sit down with Roger Goodell. And after further review... Voting for Donald Trump on November 4th was not the best option. Woo! Shutting up and not saying anything would have been a better option. And whatever's going to happen is going to happen. You can always default to the fact that oh, it was going to happen anyway. Man, I didn't vote, man. It still happened anyway. I thought it, but I didn't vote anyway. It still happened. It was what it was. I think you made a lot of people happy right there by 
by saying after further review that wasn't oh, yeah. the best look on, on the voting aspect. Yeah, there are a lot of there are a lot of people. Some that bonuses are, that help that I can see happening with certain things like loopholes, tax mm-hmm. shit like that. But right, I mean, it's not enough to where it excuses the way the fact that I knew he was a dickhead, but I don't know he was going to take his dickhead to that level. I mean, you know, everybody's a dickhead in their own right, but when you take it. Increased level after you win, that's just not good sportsmanship. People don't like sore losers, but most importantly, they hate sore winners. Mm-hmm. And right now, he's still that's the, what it was. He's still the sorest winner on the planet that's right now. But that's a good after further review. Yeah, because I've been reviewing it. I dig that. And so you know what? We're gonna open this up to the listeners. For you faithful Cal and KO listeners right here. Like none of y'all, right? Which all four of you You know what I mean We lost about five We lost people With one of the shows I did when you weren't there That's not on you That's on me I, I, hold, I hold myself accountable But hey I buy him a beer Bring him back Buy him a beer And bring him back If you've listened to the show And you've heard us Comment on something That you would like To call us out on Feel free to do so This is the After further review segment This will happen a lot And if you're new to the show And you hear some shit That you want to call us out on Feel free I'm just saying after further review, I now know that Matt Stafford was not the NFL MVP <laughs> of 2017. But I fought I learned. Hey, what's up, fellas? This is Joe Madness, that hobo with Southern Twain. A man with the million-dollar voice. So I was checking out your episode list, and I didn't really see anything MMA-related. But you guys talking about some Mystic Mac, the Notorious... Nick Diaz, Nate Diaz, come on, show the MMA world some love. You know, I did have to check out the um, the segments on Black Panther. Um, I was actually up at Walmart and I saw the posters for the for the ladies of the film. I gotta be honest, they look kind of whack. <laughs> I was like, man, they look kind of silly. Black Panther himself, though, he looked pretty genius. So, you guys said it's good. I'm gonna have to check it out. Till next time, I'm out. All right, it's Cal and KO brought to you by Anchor Joe Madness. Thank you for calling and checking in on us. We appreciate you for following us. You want some MMA love? We're big fans of the MMA. I follow it. I watch the Ultimate Fighter series. KO probably doesn't watch that, but when the pay-per-views are on, KO is normally watching them. We're out here in San Diego, which if you're a fan of MMA, you know Southern California holds it down for MMA. And San Diego's no different. Christina Marks, she's a female. She was just on the Ultimate Fighter series. Uh, She's a fighter out here from San Diego. She actually ran track, went to college with us at San Diego State. But she's in the game. Got to show her some love. Uh, We run into a lot of MMA fighters out here on the regular. We kind of get used to it. Ross Pearson's out here. The man, the myth, the legend, Dan Henderson. He's a Temecula boy. That's not too far north from where we're at in San Diego. You can't forget the OGs, the Shamrock Brothers. And then some of the other guys that we see out here, like Alexander Gustafson is normally out here when he trains. I see Kelvin Gastelum out here. Uh, They're usually with the bad boy camp. And then I heard you mention Stockton's finest, the Diaz brothers. KO's 
Born in Boston, he's from the Bay. I was born in the Bay. I live. We both live in San Diego now, but we gotta show love to Stockton's finest, the Diaz brothers. They're dope. And if Ko was here to speak for himself, which he's not, he would be name dropping right now and bragging about the fact that he's really good friends with the legendary Ice Man Chuck Liddell. Like got him in the favorites section of his phone. Like he's that cool. And uh, I've been with Ko. And we've partied with Dan Henderson and GSP out in Miami during the Pro Bowl week. I saw Dan Henderson take KO and get him and get him on the ground and then rub his forehead on like the hardwood floor and give him like kind of a rug burn on the forehead. And he had to keep that shit for a few days. It was fucking hilarious. Nonetheless, we are big fans of the MMA and we appreciate you for giving us feedback, man. We'll talk MMA more often. Here's some of my questions. Going forward with the MMA, since we're all about it, there's a big fight this weekend. Cyborg's going to defend her title. She just got finished beating up on Holly Holm in her last fight, so now she's going to fight this new chick with a long name that was the Invicta champ. But Cyborg's undefeated. It's hard to see somebody beating her right now, but you never know. And then uh, we got Arzlovsky fighting against Stefan Struve. The big heavyweights are fighting. And then this dude, Brian Ortega, he's filling in to fight Frankie Edgar on short notice. But Brian Ortega is no joke. He's the number three contender going against Frankie Edgar, the number two contender. That'll be three good fights coming up this Saturday. Uh, UFC continues to hold it down. But you know, at the end of the day, what everybody really wants to know is when is Conor McGregor going to quit spending all that money that he made off of the Floyd Mayweather fight? And decide to get serious and get back in the octagon and defend one of his two belts. Because he's still holding two belts. Everybody else is holding interim titles. And we all know that he's the man. So when's the man going to get back in that octagon and get the rest of the title game straightened out? That's really what we need to see. We need to hear from the notorious Conor McGregor. And then I heard Bones Jones has gotten some more trouble again or did some stupid shit. I didn't get the whole story, so I'm not going to talk like I know the whole story. But if you know the story, if you guys are some MMA fans out there, hit me back. It's Cal and KO, brought to you by Anchor. We always take the call-ins. Again, Joe Madness, thank you for getting this break started. MMA, we can do it all day, fam. It's Cal and KO. We're back.